Are you looking for someone to help you with your roof, siding, and gutters projects? Look no further than CRC Renovations. Serving the Lexington and surrounding communities for over 20 years, this family-based company can help you with all of your exterior needs. Call the folks over at CRC Renovations at 859-327-3913. Again, that's 859-327-3913. Sean, I noticed your landscaping the other day looks fantastic. I hate landscaping. I know that you aren't a big fan of landscaping. Who did it for you? Well, it wasn't me. Well, I didn't figure. I contacted the guys over at Horizon Landscaping. Mike and Jimmy, they did an excellent job. And it was super affordable. Are they local? They are local. And you can reach them on Facebook by reaching out to Mike Wills, or you can call them at 859-274-6571. Again, that's 859-274-6571 for all of your landscaping needs. Well, I'm definitely going to give them a call. Thanks. The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncie, and Wes Crouch. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner. We're live here in the From Corner to Corner Community Trust Bank Studios on Maysville Avenue. On on North Maysville Avenue. North Maysville Avenue. <laughs> I feel like I'm just talking now. Well, well there's a list. So you, This you, is the From Corner. Didn't I already say this? Yeah, but this you got to thank our sponsors. Well, I, but I, I feel like I've, I've put the cart ahead of the horse. This is the From Corner to Corner. Coach's Corner, presented by Community Trust Bank for the third time. Thanks for joining us. You're, we're not live because we couldn't fit. We got technical difficulties. So, we're, I mean, you're, we're downloaded live, I guess. But we're not live. Like, this isn't really real time. Blame Darren. He's not here. Uh, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors who helped make this happen. Who are those? Well, if you haven't heard, Community Trust Bank is one of them. Oh, that's fantastic. Your friend in banking. Equalizing lender. Member FDIC. Kim Soft, 2-2 Sweet Treats, CRC Renovations, Caswell Pruitt Realty, Southern Sweeties, Horizon Landscaping, and the Spotlight uh, sponsor of the day, Jacob's Auto Body, which, by the way, they do fantastic work. They, you both have had car worked on. and Absolutely. Great work, haven't they? Jacob does great work. It, it, hopefully, Neil got a referral fee for that. Jacob, if you're listening, Neil should have got a referral fee on I that. I did not. Uh, <laughs> while you shake it up. Good job. <laughs> While you're watching, allegedly, go ahead, hit that like button, follow, share, and make sure you let your friends know about all the greatness that's going on on our social media pages. Greatness. With that said, I'm going to turn it over to Wes. Wes, introduce our guest for us. Well, guys, we've got the uh, we've got Will Jones here tonight. 
from he is the uh, runner and creator, I'm guessing, of 10th. CEO, president, vice president, everything. <laughs> of 10thregion.com. I mean, I, was, I felt certain that runner was not his. <laughs> the runner and creator. Like, <laughs> uh, did I say runner? You said runner. Did I not say? Did I not say writer? No, you said runner. Yeah, no, runner. Oh, and it sounded a little bit like rudder. You know, like rudder. We've already been through that. We don't want to go down that lane. <laughs> well, Will, welcome to the show. Well, it's nice to be here. I, you know, I start, actually started my first year teaching at Montgomery County, so I'm a little familiar with the area. I actually just got back from Montgomery County's practice, boys and girls. I was uh, taking pictures on there, which I'm going to upload later. So um, it was. It's good to be back. So nice. Well, first, what year did you teach? Um, my first. That was my first year teaching. That was twenty twenty one to twenty twenty two. And what? And what subject? I had all freshman, all day social studies. Okay. So, was is that is that world history or is it U.S. history? Civics. It was civics. civics. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you enjoy civics? Yeah, I, re- I really enjoy civics. I enjoy teaching it. So I work in uh, the junior high in Clark County. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I was going to ask you. I didn't know if that was a Louisville Cardinal or a Clark County. No, Cardinal. it's a. Uh, it is a uh, Clark County Cardinal. There's no teeth. Okay. So it's funny. I thought it was Arizona Cardinals. So <laughs> typically, we have Montgomery County coaches on the show, and I don't wear my. Clark County stuff often, even though the guys like to bring that up quite often with all the coaches that are on here. But seeing as how it was a 10th region show, I thought it was fitting to wear a Clark County shirt or hat. So, what you confused me, Wes. Sorry. It's like squirrel. Um, but before we get to Clark County, you said you just came from basketball practice here in Mount Sterling. Tell us your initial thoughts of basketball practice. Um, well, I thought that um, they both run, you know, they both run a really good practice. I thought that um, there's not a lot of standing around. Usually everyone's doing something. Um, the coaches are very active and, you know, what they're trying to teach. They're very focused on fundamentals and they really want them to do it the right way. Um, make sure they're learning, not just going through the motions. Um, I, f- I went to the girls practice first in the old barn, which is one of my favorite gyms, uh, Coach High. Um, and then I went over to the boys. Uh, to watch them in the arena. And Coach Jason Mays, he's up and down. I mean, he's he's all over them. Well, I was getting ready to ask. I don't know if you heard or not, but Montgomery County boys got a new basketball coach. Uh, yes, I, I did hear that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, not many people know. You know, they've kind of he's kind of been hush-hush under the radar. But uh, Jason Mays is the new basketball coach. Were you familiar with Coach Mays prior to coming here? Yeah, um, I usually go to the state tournament every year. Um, and I'm, I actually, I did, when I was doing my student teaching at Simon Kenton, Ashland played up there, and that's when Ashland played Covcath and Simon Kenton back-to-back. Uh, but, I mean, he's still the same. He's very passionate, very energetic, very focused on teaching the game. Um, and I think, he's a, I think he's a great hire for Montgomery County. I think he's a great coach. You know, he does well in the community. He really focuses on teaching fundamentals. Um, he's really, you know, positive, and um, he's a really good coach, I think. Well, I think we all agree with that as well. Um, so before we – dive deep into the 10th region. Tell us how you got started with 10thregion.com. Well, so I, I kind of got started with uh, Bracken County. That's where I graduated from in 2017. Um, actually, when I was playing, I was playing basketball my freshman year of high school. And I said, you know what, I'm going to start this Bracken County Twitter account to keep up with all the games. And then I did that. And I was like, you know what, I think I like doing this more than I like playing basketball. <laughs> so I stopped playing basketball. I still played baseball, though. And I just, you know, kept growing and growing until there's like, you know, a thousand, two thousand followers. I really liked the sports journalism part. Um, I thought that's what I wanted to do in college, but I ended up being a teacher. 
Um, that <laughs> Poor choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there was two professions that I was interested in. Both of them had long hours, and both of them don't pay nothing. <laughs> right, right. Um, That's when it's called passion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so I, I decided to be a teacher in college. And I was like, well, I can do this sports writing stuff um, on the side, you know, after school. Um, so I got into teaching, um, and I, I just really like to stay busy. So I got to Montgomery County. I kind of was thinking about the idea of creating a 10th region account. And then when I re- and then over the summer, I was like, you know, I'm bored. I'm just going to create a 10th region account, and I'm going to um, see where it goes. And so I made a website um, that was difficult. Um, I'm sure, like, you know, when you're coming in not knowing any, anything about, you know, creating a website. And, I'll, like, the Twitter and social media, I started from scratch, sort of taught myself how to do everything. So I built my own website. Um, I guess I was a decent – and I was smart enough to write a little bit, even though I was from Bracken County. I, I can write a little bit, um, but <laughs> – There'd be a lot of people that say the same thing. They were from here, too, so don't worry about it. Yeah, but um, I, I, pretty much every article on there I write. I've written over 250 just in – a year and a half, so dang. Um, and you know, this past sports season, since I cover the high school sports regularly, um, I got to go to the Sweet Sixteen and Girls Sweet Sixteen to cover um, high school basketball, and I got to go to the state baseball and softball tournaments. Nice. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to my first football state tournament. You got to do that with media credentials. Yes, media credentials. Oh, uh, yeah. see that like like we're, we're a little envious then, but <laughs> we're trying to get there. That's how you like. I mean, that's got to kind of be like a sense of accomplishment. Like you've made it at that point. Like I am now a credentialed member of the media. And I get into stuff for free. Yeah, I, was, I sort of felt out of place. Like, I'm just this new kid in there. And you look over, there's Larry Vaught sitting over there. You have some KSR people. Yeah. Um, so I felt like, oh, I guess I'm – I kind of just, like, sat there and be quiet and not, <laughs> not <laughs> trying, trying to disturb anybody. Well, you know, like like most things in life, you just got to act like you belong. Like, yeah. you just go and – my my thought process is, and I'm sure Sean and Wes would agree, is I just try to be louder than everybody. And if I'm louder than everybody, then they're like, that guy probably knows what he's talking about. <laughs> I mean, well, we don't even turn his mic on because he's that, just my naturally mic, loud. My mic picks his up. Absolutely. <laughs> there are many shows, if you go back and listen, that my microphone is not on, and they just you can hear me from any of the other ones. <laughs> if we ever get to that point, Neil will walk straight down to the floor, walk out onto the middle of the floor, start interviewing a coach, and then just leave, and everybody will be going. Who was that guy? What, I don't know. What just happened? Who was that? <laughs> you just got to act like you belong. So, obviously, Bracken County was the was, was the connection. But are you that? Have you been that passionate about the tenth region, or what? What about the tenth region drew you in? Well, I think what makes the tenth region is unique is I th- I think it's the SEC of the KHAA. It's where the fans are the most passionate because you know there's not a lot more to do in Montgomery County or Bracken County or Mason County on a Tuesday or Friday night and said you know go watch go watch basketball. Um, but I guess it started, you know, I'm, my family's big into sports. My brother played oh, – uh, side note, I'm also a triplet. Oh, okay. So, um, so while, my bro- while I was playing basketball, I was also watching my brothers play basketball and baseball. Um, and what really got me interested, I think, was – I don't know if you know who Tony Sapp is. He was the record, the scorekeeper at Mason County. And he kept – he had a record book with every single record of every single game and every single point scored for Bracken County and Brooksville – Augusta, Fleming County, St. Pat, Mason County, 
Robertson County, and he I bought a book from him one day, and I just would spend hours looking at it, looking up all these old stats, and I really enjoyed, I guess, the numbers part and the history part of it. And he also has a history of the, every point scored in the 10th Region Tournament back to 1937, oh, wow. which I think is amazing. Wow. So I just really liked – it's really cool to see all those past names. You know, you see sort of those last names carry down. You see where their dad played or their grandpa played. Um, so that I, was where I really got interested into it. And he, unfortunately, he passed away last year, so I got to um, carry that on. So I'm trying to keep up with all those stats. Um, so I just really enjoy, I guess, the history of it and the passion of the fans. And I think, you know, that's something that we hear often is, like, the 10th region is, is unlike any other region in Kentucky because, as you said, you know, for a lot of these places, what are we going to do on a Friday night? Well, we're going to go watch – Basketball, or we're gonna go watch football, or you know, whatever the case may be. So I think I think you're I think you're spot on with that. Would you agree with that? Tenth, the tenth region is basically the start, the start of mountain basketball. Tenth region, and then into the, you know, up to the sixteenth and down to the thirteenth, fourteenth. You know, you're talking about mountain basketball or mountain sports that means everything to everybody. Yeah, I would say it's sort of like the gateway. You know, you call yeah, it the gateway. Right. That's why it's called the gateway classic. But I know, like, the ninth region is very football-focused because you have Beachwood, you have Highlands. Yeah. Um, then you come to the Eastern Kentucky where you have, you know, all those goodies, Eastern Kentucky teams. You have Johnson Central, Belfry, Pikeville, Paintsville. And the 10th region, they're not really – it's not really football focused, you know. We all the tenth region teams are done playing, and it's the second round, and Paris was the only one left. Yeah. So I guess we, I don't know if that's because you know just we're focused on basketball here, but um, it is sort of in between where you know we have basketball every night. That's what we love, and that's what we love to watch. I'll ask you a question. We asked to our athletic director. This is kind of off off the subject, and we'll get into a little bit more of you know breaking down teams, but. You were just talking about football, and Paris just just lost and was last tenth region. Of course, football's broke into all these, you know, classes. Um, gives everybody a little bit more even playing field. And we were just talking to our athletic director. Said, Why isn't there more sports broke down in classes? Like, I was a soccer player here. Uh, he was a soccer player in Marion County. Sean was too in Anderson County. <laughs> Sean was. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't actually. That was a lie. <laughs> but. You know, it's it's surprising I that was like goal. baseball and soccer, um, especially those two sports, are not broke down in the classes. You know, that we're still tenth region and well, what should still be fortieth district here, anyways. It's now it's thirty ninth district. But what do you think about that? Do you think it should be broke down into well, I think classes? Well, I know a lot of people complain that we should have six classes or four classes. I'm fine with six. The problem that makes Kentucky unique is we have so many counties and we have so many independent school districts. We have so many schools where, um, you know, if you go to Lexington, there's ten different high schools. Yep. Or yep. And, you know, we don't have a huge population. And if you go to Bracken County, you know, you have a high school with 350 kids and you have a high school with – um, 80 kids. You know, if you go to any other state, that doesn't happen a lot. They usually, you know, have these huge high schools with thousands of kids. Yep. And another reason that I think that football separating the classes like that is because just the physicality of it. You need about 80 guys to be successful on true. Um, one of them larger schools. To be in a bigger school, you usually need like 80 kids. On Bracken County, we had like 20, maybe 30. 30, you know, awesome. Um, and I think that one thing that baseball and basketball 
and everything else isn't separated into classes is because of the all A of the all A classic. I know a lot of the bigger school. I mean, no, Montgomery County doesn't play in it, but the all A it really. I guess helps out those schools. It gives them a platform to be successful, having that midseason tournament. And they're all all the all A schools are all bought into it. They yeah. love it. You know, they right. play down in Richmond every year. And if we were to separate basketball into classes, you know, like let's say you have your one A, your two A, your three A, and your four A. What's the difference between playing that in the middle of the season? with the All-A down in Richmond and playing it at the end of the season. Because I think the crowds would still be the same. And, you know, whenever you're combining the big schools and small schools, only having one class, you get that excitement of, you know, David and Goliath, which yeah. you wouldn't get um, anywhere Well, you know, else. that's yeah. an interesting it's, point. What if we, in soccer, for example, what if we could find a way to take that the, the model of the All-A and we do that? They've started with the 2A now, uh, but we do that with – Four classes, and we have a and, and you know we crown a midseason tournament. Yeah. You know for or mid, uh, mid, we have a midseason tournament that crowns a midseason champion in these in these classes, and then we ultimately have a have a state championship at the end. Right. You know, that's not a bad idea. We, we we mentioned soccer because only twice that I can think of has a team not in Louisville or Lexington won the boys' state title in soccer. Uh, so. There's not a whole lot of parity when you get out of Jefferson and Fayette counties in yeah. terms of in terms of soccer. And I think one reason that happens is because of all the club soccers that you have. Like yeah. Northern I guess that golden triangle of North Kentucky, Lexington and Louisville. Yeah. You have a ton of club soccer in Cincinnati and Lexington and Louisville. But I mean, outside of that again, Kentucky's a rural place. You don't have club soccer out in eastern Kentucky. Um, so even if you did divide soccer into classes, it's still going to be all the Lexington, Northern Kentucky, and Louisville schools, just the smaller schools like in Northern Kentucky, you'd have, I guess, Beachwood. Um, you'd have some of the private schools. Well, even like, even in like Newport Lexington. Catholic and stuff yeah, like that, have, they're still you know, fairly small. You'd have Catholic, you'd have Bishop Brosser to Northern Kentucky. Yeah. In Lexington, you'd have LCA, and you'd have Sayre. True. Yeah. True. So, That's a good point. So you made – before we move on to basketball, there's two high schools in Bracken County? Yep. There. I mean – Bracken so, County and what? Bracken County and Augusta. Augusta. Okay. Home, I didn't realize that's where home, Augusta was. Home of George Clooney, who <laughs> my mom right. went to high school with. That's right. Oh. <laughs> claim to fame. I'd, I'd claim it. So, let's talk about basketball. Let's start with girls basketball. And in girls basketball, the 10th region goes through the 39th district. It, it, you have to start. With well, the 40th district. 40. Yeah. See, West got me. So, I, well, listen, I mean, I'm a soccer guy. We're the 39th district. So, we're the 40th district. The 40th it's district. You, it starts with it starts with Clark and Montgomery. So, we'll get to Clark and Montgomery in a minute. Talk about talk about some of the other schools that you think could surprise people in the 10th region of girls basketball. Well, you're you're right you're right about that. It's Clark one, Montgomery two, and then everybody else. And after that, I mean. I really have no idea. You could draw them out of a hat because I think you have Campbell, Brossard, Scott, Bracken, Nicholas, Bourbon, Pendleton. I think they could all, you know, it's like a NASCAR race where they just keep passing each other. You don't know, I guess, you have your two people in the lead and then you have just everyone else behind them. So whenever that happens, I tend to look at who has the best go-to player. Um, you know, Bourbon County has that one, has a really good girl. Um, Bracken County has Nicole Archibald. Pendleton has Lily Ashcraft, who's pretty good. Um, so I, I think I'll put – I put Bracken County at number, I think, five or four. Um, so that's why I had them ahead as Nicole Archibald. I think she's a really good player. Um, she's been hurt a little bit over the summer. But, I mean, 
there's really no way to tell until the season starts. And it's hard to rank a team like Brossard when they lost seven seniors. Right. I mean, you. It's not. I don't stay and watch the JV games. I don't get there early and make. Man, I need to watch these JV games so I can prepare for next year. I just watch the varsity games, and you know, here and there you'll see one kid that you saw last year. But I mean, it's. I mean, who knows? Right. So. And I tend to agree. I think it is a two-horse race. Um, how how wide is the gap, do you think, between Clark and Montgomery? I say it's about as wide as from here to Paducah. You, so I, you, think, I, I mean, think it's like, I have told people that Robbie Graham has a really good squad in Winchester. Yeah. Like people, I think there's some people outside of this area that are sleeping on Clark County. They're going to compete with Sacred Heart. Yeah, I think – I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to all year. I'm just wondering – you know, I know if, the coach, if you have to ask the coaches, they'll say, you know, we're looking forward to this game next year. Right now we're going to – got to make it through the district and region. But, you know, all us fans and, you know, people who cover the sports, we're waiting for that GRC Sacred Heart game. We, it could happen in the first round. It could happen in the finals. So that's well, what I'm Well, when we actually to. get a few weeks before district tournament starts, like February 3rd, I think Clark and uh, Sacred Heart play at a – I want to say it's like – they play in Louisville. It's not at Sacred Heart, but they play in Louisville. So we actually get the matchup. Hopefully, when the draw comes out, if they're not on the same side of the bracket. Yeah, you just got to hope Louisville on one side. Clark, <laughs> they're in the sixth or seventh. I can't remember. It's it's all just Louisville. Right. And then Clark County. And, you know, the scary part about Clark, and, and, and I won't be on a Clark bandwagon, you know, the Clark bubble too long, but they might be even better next year. Because they're still pretty dang young this year. Yeah, it's like I don't know what seniors they have. I know Sierra Byers, she's going to be a junior. Junior. Correct? I mean, and some of the kids that came in, they're younger. Um, they're any- Sierra's a junior? She's a junior. <laughs> but, I mean, they have some they, they, they have some depth players, uh, like some role players that are seniors, but their top – their top several players are coming back. Do you see any of the new uh, girls that they've brought in, the East girl and whatnot? Do you see that they're them having uh, immediate impact? Oh, absolutely. I think that you know, whenever I was doing my um, basketball rankings, I had six Clark County. I, again, I say Clark County, George Rogers Clark. No, it's Clark, Clark County. County. Clark it's County. Clark County. It's easier to say. I don't want to yes. say George Rogers Clark the entire time. <laughs> um, but I, I had six other players in the top ten because, you know, they got a girl from Bryan Station who was one of their best players. They got Mercer County's best player, and they got Central Harden's best player. And, I mean, if you see the way Robbie Graham has built that program, if you see their facilities, if you see their brand-new school, I mean, you can't blame those girls for wanting to say, hey, I want to play for them and you know, because I can compete for a state championship. And, you know, look at all the college offers that Sarah Byers and Kennedy Stampers are getting. Um, I mean, I don't blame those girls for, you know, taking that opportunity, especially, you know, it's not like they transfer there for their senior year. I mean, they're freshmen, sophomores, um, just, you know, they want to do what's best for them. Well, and, and we've talked about it several times on the show that it's not – I mean, he, he, he didn't even have to go recruit these people now. They want to come and play for him. It's like why, just like you said, why would I not want to go play? Because they're competing for a state title every year. So, Adam, I mean, Adam says that all the time. Yeah. He says win, winning – is the best recruiting tool well, and, and, that you, you know, get. And, and and we're in a day and age where, you know, especially in high school sports, that's looked at. I mean, we were going to get to the boys' side a minute ago or in a little bit, and they Mason got two big grabs. But, um, you know, transfers are happening. Like, it's because kids are looking, what gives me the best chance to get, 
looked at the most and be as successful as possible. Yes, you have you have the Perry kid from Lyon County occasionally that you know that sticks it out. You have you you have your Chris Lofton like you you have those players that stay in their school when they have success and they get you know Reed Shepherd. But anymore, we're getting to a day and age where basically LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh started like super teams. Like yeah, it, right. it's a and I've, I've, when I started off, I was sort of, you know, fully against transferring. Um, but I guess I've kind of grown more accustomed to it that, you know, what's happening. You can't blame a kid for wanting to do what's best for them. I used to think that, you know, oh, they're just selling out. They're just taking the easy way. They just, instead of working hard for their hometown school. But, I you know, if I'm a teacher, you know, I'd, if I go to teach at Bracken County, does that make me a bad person for wanting to go teach at, you know, Fayette County where I can make – Fifteen thousand more dollars a year, or am I just doing what's best for me? Right, and and I think I think that's the way we have to look at it. So, talk about your uh, thoughts on Montgomery County. Uh, boys, sorry, boys or girls? Girls. Um, so I think Savannah Simpson's going to be really good. I know she started off; she was at Lafayette last year. Yeah, correct. Um, she averaged almost a double double last year, and I think she will. They needed that height. I think I think they were a little bit small. Um, but I mean, you have um, who's the softball player? Reagan. Reagan Oni. I mean, she's tough as nails. Yeah. I mean, she'll go in there, she'll rebound, she'll punch and kick. Not she won't actually. <laughs> no, she will. She will punch and kick. Yeah, but I we mean, love you, Reagan. <laughs> yeah, but she's. I mean, she's really athletic. Um, Allie Dillon, really good. Um, and I saw that they have a lot of seventh and eighth graders on that roster. So I think you know those young girls. Um, you know, hopefully they're trying to build up for you know after. Um, Hayden Barry leaves, but um, Hayden Barry, she's fun to watch play. She looks, I mean, she's going to Miami. I she's believe going so. to Youngstown. Youngstown. Yep. I don't know if she got offered by Miami. She got offered by NKU. Well, she was, I think, committed to Miami, and, okay. the, and, the, and the coach got let go. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they'll be a well-rounded team. Um, I want to see like where their depth, you know, who they have coming off the bench. Um, but I think they'll be, you know, a solid number two in the we're, region. We're we're young off of the bench, but. You know, we've got some seventh and eighth graders that are going to going to see time. On, uh, I think uh, for sure. The other night in the blue white scrimmage, uh, Savannah and Hayden were on the same side, and they were just trading buckets back and forth. It was like who can score the most. And I mean, it, Savannah is the real deal. She was fun to watch. So, you know, I you talked about you know you think the wide uh, the gap is as wide from here to Paducah, and. The problem is, and, and and whenever you have a, I put air quotes, rival, that one team isn't having as much success against the other team, that gap seems like it's even. I mean, think about, you know, look at Kentucky football in recent histories against against uh, against West's favorite team, t- Tennessee, and against Sean's favorite team, Florida. Um, you know, for a long time, we were beat before the, before the game even started right. because – well, we can't beat those guys because we haven't done it in 20 years. We haven't done it in 30 years. And I think that high school athletes, especially here in Montgomery County, look at Clark County the same way, like, well, we can't beat them because we haven't done it in years. And, you know, Coach Coach Mays was on a show, and he said well, – he gave the date, like, I want to say 2016. Yeah. Like, the last time they beat Clark County in the regular season was 2016. And he's like, that's not a rivalry. Like, a rivalry is two teams that they – they trade off wins, and one and one team may get you know two in a row, but then the other team comes back. Like he said, until we show that we can play with them, it's not a rivalry. So I think, and you know we've we've knocked on the door, we we've played them close, we got a scrappy bunch. I think if Montgomery County could pull off a win in the regular season, 
that would go leaps and bounds for them moving forward going into district and regional play. And, and we play each other four times this year. Yeah. yeah, see, that's another thing I was going to talk about is, you know, I would rather them play just once a year in the regular season because they're going to meet twice in the regular season. They're going to play each other in the district, and they're going to play in the region tournament. If I'm Montgomery County, I would just want to build up to that one game, you know, that matters. Right. Put everything into that one game because if you beat them in the regular season, so what? You still got to beat them again to get right. the one seed. And if you get the one seed, guess who's going to be the two seed? <laughs> guess you're going to meet in the district championship. Yeah. Um, so that's what actually what Bracken County had did, but it's not because they were too good. I don't think they just they just didn't like each other. Yeah. They don't. They don't. Their district doesn't seed, so they don't. They're not required to play in the regular season, which is a whole different discussion. If you've heard about the seed draw debate in the 39th district, they just draw them out of a they take this little hat or this little helmet right here, like draw it out of a hat, or it's actually a pill bottle, um, and that's who you play. One C, the best. Was team. that a joke when you said pill bottle? No, it's an actual pill okay. bottle. That's <laughs> <laughs> bra- bragging. No, so during the, it's a little pill bottle, and they have little papers rolled up into these little pills, and you pull them out, and you get the one, two, three, and four, and that's where you play. But Augusta and Mason, Augusta didn't play Bracken County for a while, and Bracken didn't play Mason last year. Um, I mean, when you say they didn't play all year and then they meet in that district tournament in the first round, the two best teams in the region, I mean, that's that's amazing. I mean, as much as I want the district to be seeded because I want my two best teams going on, but I like I think it would be great, cool to see them not play in the regular season. You can still seed the district tournament some however you want by RPI or something, but it's, it's have them meet in the district tournament, in the region tournament. I think it makes it more of a rivalry when you don't get it as much. Right. So, let's move on to the boys' side. What 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 are your thoughts on the boys' side? Well, that was my, you know, I've heard Jason Mays. I've you know, I I think he's a really good coach to start off with. Um, I know all the stuff that happened, you know, back before his previous school, but I think you know, outside of that, he's still just a really good coach. He does a good job promoting his kids. Um, he's always on social media talking about how good his kids are. He's coming on podcasts, talking to the newspaper, promoting his kids. He was talking to me today about how Brecken Decker has a 4.1 GPA and a 30 on his ACT. And he tweeted that out there. He tags the 10th region in, in it, you know, hoping that, you know, just promoting his kids. Um, he does a good job with, like, building the community up. So he's doing this elementary basketball league. Mm-hmm. So you got to build it from the foundation somewhere. He's trying to get involved in the community because coaching is more than just the X's and O's. Um, And I follow him on Twitter, too. And I've seen where he just tweets, um, you know, random basketball plays. He looks at basketball plays. He has a website where he just studies X's and O's and basketball plays and situations. And I think he's a really good motivator as well, really good team builder. So, I mean, I think all around he's a really good coach. So how do you see the 10th region on the boys' side playing out? Um, So I'll start off. You know, everyone says to be the man, you got to beat the man, like Ric Flair. But I think Mason County's number one now instead of GRC. Um, I think GRC lost so much that I don't really know what to expect. I'm sure they'll be, I know, I know Josh Coco, they'll be just fine. And, you know, you have to think that they had four kids in that core Rashawn Hampton, um, Tyleek Maxwell, Jerome, ha- Jerome Morton. Um, I'm missing. No, Sam yeah. Parrish and and the tall kid. I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But um, I mean, that core group was there for like three years, so it's hard to know, you know, whenever they go, what's next. But you have to think those kids have been practicing against them every single day for three yeah. years. Um, they've ran a system, you know, where you know I'm sure kids are just going to be developed through that, you know, just playing against them every day. Um, but still, you know, you lose four people who played in 
eight state tournament games. Well, and, and, and back-to-back state championship games. Yep. Um, yeah. And all that experience. Um, and so it's not really just – I didn't rank them lower because I don't think they can. It's just because I haven't seen what they can do yet. But if you go on the boy, on to Mason County, who's number one, you know, I've seen Blake and Caden Reed play for the last four years, you know, being a Bracken County fan and a graduate from there. I went to a lot of their games. Um, I mean, Blake Reed is the best scorer in the region, I think. He, he's a really good shooter, and uh, he, he sort of gets overshadowed by Travis Perry. I mean, uh, he should be, you know, Travis Perry be talked about. But Blake's on pace to finish second in pretty much every single statistical category behind Travis Perry. And it's not really talked about a lot because, you know, nobody thinks, oh, he's going to be in second place. Right. Congratulations. Who brought it up last week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he's, he's where in points so far? Uh, well, I just submitted the records to KHSAA, um, but he it will be close to breaking King Kelly Coleman, so he might be second or third in points. Gotcha. Um, but I thought there was, I knew there was the chance that he would pass King Kelly. And it's this not year. just points; it's free throws, it's three point shots. Um, you know, two years ago he led the state with um, three point shots made in the season with 123, which is insane. Um, but I think Blake's just a great all-around scorer. Yeah. Um, now on to Caden. I mean, <laughs> he sort of get overshadowed overshadowed by his brother Blake. But I mean, Caden is you know just an all-around great point guard. Um, he's not really a score-first kind of guy. Um, you know, he's always had Blake with him, so usually he's a pass-first. But he's great at passing, and Blake's also a really good passer and rebounder and defender too. I remember we were watching Covcath play at Bracken County, and um, they had Caden on guarding Evan Ipsaro, um, who went to Miami. He's from Covcath. And Caden was guarding him at first, and Evan Epsara would just drive him to the lane, do a pull-up, and make every shot. Caden wasn't tall enough, so they put Blake on him, who was a lot taller, could get more physical with him, and he did a really good job defending him in the second half. Uh, but Caden, he's probably the quickest player I've ever seen. He's a great defender. Um, he's a great ball handler. Um, I think he – hopefully he – I think he need, worked on the shooting a little bit this summer, tried to improve on that. But that's a great one-two combo to have. And then after that, you have Braylon Hamilton, who was one of the best three-point shooters in Mason County history. He has the record for most three-point shots made in the game. And then you have Carter McClanahan, who was another starter off that team. And then you have sort of this mix of three big guys. You have um, Jake Feldhouse, son of Darren Feldhouse, who's a freshman. He's like 6'5", I think, now and can dunk. You have Landon Seeley, who's a D1 baseball player. And you have Cole Horse, who's, I guess, he's 6'5", too. But they're a little bit more inexperienced. Um, but I think they'll be just fine. You know, last year, you know, they did well coming off the bench, and I think, again, they have a good developmental system. They develop kids really well. Um, so right now it's one Mason, two Clark. Okay. Now, I know that uh, Coach Mays wasn't big on giving anybody any bulletin board material, but he really likes his team, especially coming into – uh, he said he thinks they'll be playing their best ball coming into tournament time. Yeah, and that's what I put in my preview. He said, you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah. Um, every day they're taking a step up the ladder. Um, so I put the, I had them fourth, mm-hmm. and I had Harris County third because Harris County had a little bit more coming back. And, you know, head-to-head, you know, Harris County beat them pretty good. Um, this Again, my, Harris County's not going to run up the score on anybody because they just play so slow and they're really physical. So I think Harrison beat them by like 15 at home, which – um, you know, Harris County was really physical, and they're going to be that way. Always. Terrence Brooks is a really good coach. That's where he preaches physicality and discipline. Um, so I had Harrison number three. Um, they have Caden Custard, another – I had him second-best player in the region. Um, they Harrison County lost two really 
literally big men, um, big parts of their team. They lost Will Furnish, who was almost seven foot, and they lost J.D. Kendall, who was like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, um, so they lost a little bit of height, but I think they have um, some people. Uh, Justin Craigcraft will be pretty good for them in the middle. Um, they have Mason Smiley, who's a really good defender and ball handler. Um, they have Elijah Harris, who's a good ball handler and defender. And they're really, you know, that's what they preach, defense and physicality yeah. um, and discipline. And, of course, the region this year is held in Mason County. Yes. Uh, so does that factor into you giving Mason the edge? Uh, I don't think – I'm not sure any because the field house is so unique. You know, when I was playing basketball, I played, you know, freshman district tournament there. Yeah. And what threw me off was just the depth perception behind the backboard. Yeah. You, It looks like you're shooting into outer space because yeah. you have a goal right in front of you and then there's a wall – you know, 100 feet, 200 feet back. And every other – there's no other gym that's like that. You have Montgomery County, GRC is kind of like that, and then you have Mason County. And another thing it makes it so unique is I don't, I don't think it's so much the fans. It's just the uniqueness of that gym. Whenever I go there, it always feels really dark. I don't know if anyone Very, else gets that feeling. Nope, yes. But it's 100%. really dark. And then you have these bright spotlights on the floor. Yep. So I don't think – I think that's what gives them the advantage. But – I think when you're good enough, um, you know, defense travels everywhere and layups travel everywhere, you know, usually. Um, so I think GRC will be fine with that. I mean, they've been shooting at the Rupp Arena, so I think that helps them a little bit. Right. It's it, yeah, Mesa County's set up like a true arena. You know, you've got your chairs that go up like this instead of a, a wall on each end or, or just – Well, and I know, you know, of- coming uh, – working every day in Clark County and talking to coaches and assistant coaches and players and stuff, they're kind of enjoying this – underdog row like you know like we've been the guy here and now people don't think we're the guy anymore so like they're 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 using it as motivation now i feel like i don't because if i'm a coach i don't know if that's a sigh of relief because you're not the target anymore or it feels sort of disrespected but i think either way i think it's good both ways one you get the target off your back you can breathe for a while and two you still have that underdog mentality right. so i think it'll help clark county out and if they win i won't be surprised <laughs> Do you think on the boys' side, you know, we talked on the girls' side, uh, Clark County girls have a legitimate chance to cut the nets down at Rupp Arena. Is the, do you think Clark or Mason could do that in out of the 10th region on the boys' side? Um, I think so because, you know, last year Mason County got better as the entire season went on. They just got better and better. Um, right around midseason, they beat Lexington Catholic for the 2A. They were playing against, you know, some of these really great teams. like. In the LexCath tournament, they were beating Madison Central, and they were beating all kinds of good teams. I think that if they would have got there, they for sure could have made a run to a finals. This year, I'm not sure because they lost a lot of height. Um, but, you know, that's what the game is now. It's a lot of guards, yeah. and they don't have much height. But I still think they're good enough, and Brian Kirk's a good enough coach to where he can get them playing really well against really good teams. Um, if Clark County wins, you know, I would say the same thing. Right. Um I would say they're not as good as last year, but, you know, they still have a really good coach. They have a good system. Um, so I think it's not so much the players that will win them that championship. It's the system and sort of the culture of basketball for those two schools. But you feel good that the winner of the 10th region could make it, depending on the draw. This is us talking in November. We have no clue what the draw is going to look like. But given – a favorable draw. We think we could uh, we could we could have a tenth region team make a deep run in the boys and girls side. Yeah, and I don't think the state is as top heavy as it was last year because I think Lyon County is going to be good. You don't have you know North Laurel. Um, you don't have those Louisville schools who are all really good. Um, I think that the state has sort of gone down some because I mean, um, still got Warren Central though. Yeah, you still have Warren Central, but they lost. Uh, did, is Kate Unsell? Did he graduate? 
Or, no, he's a he's still playing. Yeah, you, you still have Warren Central, um, but I think it's a little bit down from last year. Are you surprised that Lyon County has been it just came out in the preseason poll as number one? I am a little bit surprised about that. I think it's just the Travis Perry effect. Right. Right. Um, but I, th- I still think they'll be really good. But I mean. Warren Central didn't lose as much. They still have pretty much their entire team. They're the right. defending state champions. So I would put – I had Warren Central number one. Yeah. Um, and then I would have, you know, I don't know after that, to be honest. Gotcha. What about Travis Perry going to UK? I was very surprised about that. I was very surprised. But I think that um, – I'm not sure if we'll end up like – getting all the time that Reed Shepard is because Reed Shepard, he's so good. He's so athletic. He can defend. He can do everything. Um, Travis is a little bit smaller, but I think he's a really good shooter. And I think that once he – I don't think he'll play as a freshman um, like Reed Shepard is, but I think that he, when he gets in there, I think that he'll start to see some minutes um, here and there. I wonder if Reed had something to do with that. Well, and I, I think also, he was in his ear I also think Coach Cal is like, hey, I've kind of lost the fan base. Wait a minute. Let me bring in Reed Shepard. Oh, let me double down and bring in Travis Perry. The all-time, <laughs> the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky like, yeah. High School. Yeah. And, I mean, if he's the state's all-time leading scorer. I don't think our fans will be too happy if he goes to Ole Miss. Right, right. Well, which is what will happen because he'll wind up transferring because he didn't play, and he'll go and become an All-American in some other well, school. I think enough people learned. <laughs> Mr. Coach Cal Hater over he's, here. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a huge Coach Cal fan. Hating. Uh, <laughs> so, you know – the biggest one that's ever that's ever burned a Kentucky school is Chris Lofton, who would have walked over hot coals from Mason County to Lexington. Yeah. Or Mason County to look like he wanted to play in the state and nobody thought he was big enough. So what'd he do? I'll just go to Tennessee and become an all American. Yeah. So but I'm glad that we're getting to a point where we're not letting those players leave the state of Kentucky. I think that would have made us sick seeing see yeah, that yeah. happen again. Especially, you know, I don't remember Chris Lofton too much. That was in 2003. Yes. And yes. then, I mean, I don't know. I was five years old. Right. I don't know what was going on. Shame was, on you, Will, for not knowing. <laughs> but um, I remember Darius Miller. He was a contributor to the 2012 team. Yes, he yeah. was the sixth six man on there. And, and we actually don't win the 2012 title if it wasn't for Darius Miller. That's true. So I think you can't let your Mr. Basketball and the state's all-time leading scorer just go somewhere else. So and I mean he had some big schools on that on that table that he was choosing from. So I mean it wasn't like right it, it, wasn't, was, it wasn't a gimme. It wasn't Kentucky or Valdosta State. Right. I mean it was it was some big schools there. We're the only humans that are going to pick anything involved with Valdosta State. Uh, <laughs> but so you started this really. It got up and going really last year. How many basketball games did you watch last year? I wish I had a list. So I went to every girls and boys regional tournament game. I went to every state boys game. When you say every, you mean all regions. No, no. no. You just talk about just here. Just the 10th region. Okay. I went to, and it was awful. So I was living in Georgetown. So I would drive. I was living out of my car. No, so I really, I thought about pulling over and taking a nap in my car because I would drive from Georgetown, then I would go teach at Harrison County, get off school, go straight to Mason County, watch two basketball games, write two stories, drive all the way back from Maysville to Georgetown, sleep, and I repeated that. Seven times, yeah, seven yeah. days in a row, pretty much. So, do you, do you do you get to watch much regular season basketball? Yeah, that's. I mean, I try to do that a lot. Um, now, I got me a new camera, so if you saw my picture, so I'm gonna start taking pictures at a lot of games and you know trying to build up my portfolio, I guess. So, writing's kind of people don't want to read; they just want to look at the pictures, <laughs> yeah. you know. That's correct. <laughs> yes, they do. Well, that's not a more true statement <laughs> that you could have ever made. Right? Uh, so. 
I mean, will you watch 150 basketball games this year? So how many months is that? How many months are we from basketball season? We have December, January, February, February, March. So you got four months, 30 days. What's four times 30, 120? Yeah, I've, I probably will watch around over 100 basketball games just yeah. doing the math because I try to go to one every night, and then you go down to LexCath. I'm there from dusk till dawn. I'm watching eight basketball games a day. Yeah. And I go to state tournament. I'm watching four a day. Yeah. So I, I think I'll get over that. I need to keep track of that probably. Well, say. And, you know, I mean, when you look That's at – another feather in the cap. When you look at, you know, media credentials, and then you got like – Better so. keep up with that mileage for tax purposes. Right. <laughs> Does media credentials come with a uh, stipend from the concession stand? Yes. Does it? So you get a free meal voucher at the state tournament. It's usually like $8, which is – that's a meal. And you can get – they have a Chick-fil-A there. Yeah. They have a Skyline there, which I'm more of a Gold Star guy, but, I mean, I'll eat that. <laughs> uh, but you can go up to the concession stand. You hand them your meal ticket once per session. So, I mean, yes, you – the meal, and it's pretty good. Yeah. So do you – I mean, anything free would be tasty, yeah. right? If it's free, it's for me. Do you, do you, do you still uh, teach in uh, – Harrison County? Yep, I'm a full-time social studies and computer science teacher at Harrison County. High school? Yep. Okay. Uh, the wrestling coach, maybe assistant wrestling coach? Yep. Uh, Josh Ashbrook. Uh, Colin? Colin Coy? Yeah. Oh, you know Colin Coy. I do know Colin Coy. <laughs> so uh, if you if you see Colin Coy lately, uh, tell, him, tell him that Neil said hello. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, he started there when I did last year. Yeah. So uh, I, I know I, I I knew I knew Colin when he was a uh, little feller. But uh, well, cool. So I mean, I'm really excited for 10th Region basketball. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I wish I could find out how to make money off of Elon Musk's new Twitter. I have to get, I have to have so many followers, and I have to have so many tweet impressions to start making money. Um, but I'm think I've been pondering doing a podcast. I mean, uh, you're at 3,200 followers on Twitter. That's pretty good. That was pretty. It's pretty good. That's just in two years. So, yeah. and whenever I started doing those AI mascots things, they started blowing. You up. did that? Yeah, that was that was tenthregion.com. That, that was pretty cool. It was fun. I didn't. I have it. I made an Indian, but I didn't know how people would feel about that one. They were so no, the fighting block. No, we, no, we're putting we it are, on a shirt. We are we're, Indians. We're putting it on a shirt. Period. I mean, it says, and we've got this big fighting M on the middle of our basketball court with a M. with a big feather, which is stupid. It's all over you know, your clothes we, right now. I know. Yeah, it's all over. That's how stupid he thinks it is. We're going to get stuff. you fighting him. <laughs> See, this is why we should have been live. Is it, uh, look, but you've never heard anything more old man than what you just yeah. now heard. Uh, it's so stupid, though. I'm not sure. We had the regional cheer competition here this year, this just Saturday, and Madison Central for the Region 6 was here. What did they have on their uniform? A big, fat Indian head on the middle of their uniform. What do we have? Go team! <laughs> That's what the block M sounds like, right? <laughs> you, in audio land, wondering. Right. That is what the block M. That's what the block M stands for. Yeah, but the, the Montgomery County mascot, I mean, it was just like it was an actual Indian with a headdress with feathers playing basketball. And I, I was like, I thought it was Listen, sweet. Looking he looked, at it, it, it looked. It definitely looks cool. But I was like, I'm gonna send this. I'm gonna let someone else tweet this. Look, well, I have to say this, and and he would agree with me. Um, before we wrap up, the the Bluegrass United <laughs> um, uh, Homeschool. Basketball team that was someone the sent it best. to you, right? Because my my own the owner of my company that who I work for, CRC, one of our sponsors. His his kids go to Bluegrass United, uh, so Evan. But do they really go to it, or it, does the school go to them? No, it, it it's a school that they, they, have that a, they like a physical building. Absolutely. And why is it a, why is it a homeschool then? Why isn't it just a school? Uh, who knows? Oh. But, well, 
it was good. Yeah, but Blue, Bluegrass <laughs> United was with, with, with just a picture of a kid playing in the driveway. <laughs> I lost it. I swear, I lost it. What did Rusty think? He goes, why would it be like that? I said, well, I, I guess they didn't know. So, like, somebody messaged you, right, and told you that they were the – he uh, said, "I liked your mask." The blue, blue and Jays or something. They're the Blue Hawks. I made, a, I made a Blue Hawk for him, but I yeah. thought, it, I thought it was a fun little joke. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> That's great. Well, man, there was some really good ones on there. Really the, good. Yeah. The Paducah Tillman tornado. I mean, dude, that was cool. The blue tornadoes. Cool. The Green Wave. The Polar Bears. Um, oh, who was the one that looked like the the locomotive face? Uh, Silver Grove Big Trains. That was that yeah. was awesome. They're they're in memoriam because they're not a school anymore. They closed. Gosh, oh, dang it. yeah. I thought the uh, I thought the Lexington Catholic Knights was pretty yeah, that cool one too. Pretty cool. I mean, it's amazing how AI does that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. So, well, man, listen. Thanks for the update on Tenth Region basketball, girls and boys. Um, anybody out there? By all means, go follow on Twitter, on Facebook, yep. his webpage, 10thregion.com. Yep, just 10th Region. I'm, I'm surprised that domain name wasn't taken yet. I got 10thregion.com and 10th Region. So you can you look up 10th Region with the numbers or you can spill it out. It'll take you to the web, same website. Um, the Instagram is at 10th Region, 10th. And the Twitter, someone created a Twitter, at 10th Region, 10th Region. And it hasn't been active for like since 2014. And I'm trying to find out who runs it because I will pay them like $100 just to have that domain name. <laughs> so if you're listening and you're out there, if you have any idea who ran that Twitter, I mean, I've, I've tried to email Twitter. I've tried to DM them. I've tried tweeting at them. Nobody has Well, he fired idea. everybody at Twitter, so they, yeah. there's, only, they don't know <laughs> there's only three people there now. So yeah. Just look up 10thregion.com, and I'll take you right to it. Sweet. Awesome. It's a great follow. Well, Will, we, we certainly appreciate you coming on and spending time with us. And, you know – Keep, keep your DMs open because we'd love to have you back on. Sean's going to slide into them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I set myself up for that one. <laughs> Softball. Anyways. Well, we do, we do appreciate you. We're just a bunch of nuts yeah, here, anyway. So, one of, some I won't say who, but they warned me. They they warned me. They said it's like four guys, four different personalities, <laughs> and you got to be prepared because they have a bunch of snacks and they take those seriously. So I thought it was going to be like they're offering. <laughs> they were going to give me like a Debbie cake or no? Look, on. that's why they're over there. Yeah, I thought they were going to offer it to me, and I thought <laughs> I, I couldn't say no to them. I feel disrespectful. <laughs> we'll cut off your we, fingers. We had we had a huge. Uh, social media extravaganza. We did a little Debbie's tournament, Snackapalooza, Snackapalooza, and it it was wildfire. And and we're currently doing uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving side, side, dishes. side dishes, which people are very opinionated on. Yeah, very like war, like World War Three on this stuff. But um, that that we did that for like I don't know five weeks. It was it was it was big big time deal. So that's what they're talking about. But whoever told you that was 100%. It is four completely different personalities. Except only three. And, right. you, and you never know what the heck's going to happen. So now, You know what I thought think would be a really awesome idea is, you know how they stream the region tournament games? If we had, like, the Manning cast. And so, yes. like, the Man- we had the corner-to-corner cast. Bingo. Where I'm you in. just had these four people <laughs> just, just talking <laughs> just talking about that. I thought that would be hilarious. Well, I think we might we, be able to I mean, that. We did set up live at the Blue Blue uh, White Night just to kind of get a feel for how it works and stuff. And you know, a lot of times these cameras work when Darren's here because I'm too <laughs> I'm too illiterate to to figure it out. Obviously, Means he can't read. 
So, um, but I, I think that'd be fantastic, and I, I think it'd be I think it'd be fun to collaborate with you at, at, at a game or something yeah, like so that. I was thinking about starting a tenth region dot com podcast, but I don't, I'm just too busy. I'm on the road every night. And I, it is it's it's a lot of work, and I mean you know doing your part part of it as well. Uh, it's a lot, you know. So that's why you know I appreciate you all doing this, and because I mean it's a, it's not cheap either. You know, running a website that looks like that and traveling to all these places isn't cheap. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's kind of the reason I got a new car this summer because I was in my old 2008 Chevy Impala getting 20 miles a gallon. I upgraded to a Malibu. I'm getting 32 miles a gallon. So <laughs> that car will pay for itself. Come on now. You, we know better. He said he just said Chevy Impala, but really he's leaned back in the Impala. You know, it's <laughs> it's got the. Uh, it, um, it was nice. It was an LTZ model. You, you, you doing that made Bouncing. me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it was an LTZ model with leather seats and a sunroof. Yeah, I had to get rid of it because it was gonna. Call, I had to buy new tires, and I was like, "Well, this is a down payment on a car. Why would I get new tires?" <laughs> I didn't. Of course, I didn't. I'm not buying new tires. I'll just get a new car. <laughs> Oh, well, it's been fun, man, and we definitely want to try to get you back uh, on and before the postseason starts. Postseason, before the postseason starts. Goodness, we get him between one of his hundred and thirty games yeah. he's going to go. So, yeah, so, if I do the tenth region dot com podcast, I'll invite you, and it'll be like when WWE invaded WCW. Yes, it'll okay, be something like that. Are you a wrestling guy? I, I've heard you talk some wrestling, but I know <laughs> okay. some wrestling. I love wrestling. <laughs> hey, love. look, Neil just sat up in his chair a little bit, got a little excited. Listen, as long as we know that we're coming in as WWE, like that's this no, we're going to invade you. But did you all watch the Netflix show, Wrestlers? Wrestlers. Uh, I hate Matt Jones, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. He, he, he I turned watched. it on, watched like five minutes. I saw Matt Jones. Like, oh, I was like, I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. That's I will funny. not be a part and of anything. Matt Jones. It's really so. good, and he's like, I can't, I can't get past. It's fun. Matt Jones. They. I like I just like it because you know you go there people are really into it so I want to go watch OVW sometime. Oh, but you need to go watch it live. I've seen it multiple yeah. times. January seventeenth at the Manchester Music Hall, mm-hmm. micro wrestling. Nice. So they have it every like weekend in Gatlinburg. In Gatlinburg, no, yes, every. And what yeah, could be better weekend. than midget wrestling? <laughs> My, t- small person wrestling. No, nah, we're we're not. <laughs> listen, we're not. Politi- I'm not politically correct until we, until we get a cease and desist letter. <laughs> midget wrestling. <laughs> what is? <laughs> oh shoot! All right, guys. Well, it's been a great show. Uh, Will, thanks again, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.